Welcome to Second Tech, the show that takes a look at the issues behind the news. The latest legal wrangle between ESCOM and NERSA came to a head this week. Terence Creamer joins me to discuss the case. Hi, Terence. Hi, Chanel. Why is ESCOM seeking to have NERSA's decision on its latest revenue application set aside? The main reason is on the 30th of September, NERSA rejected the application. This application was formally submitted in June, early June, but had been with the regulator in a draft form from about the middle of March. Uh, but at the end of September, the, the energy regulator met and decided that it should be rejected on the basis that the regulator would like to uh, introduce a new methodology of calculating either allowable revenue or a new basis for, cal for calculating tariffs based on costs. So they initiated a process of consultation on the principles that should govern that new methodology. And they were indicated to ESCOM, they are therefore rejecting the uh, MYPD-5 application, which would govern the next three years after April 1 next year of tariff uh, increases, uh, and that they should submit a new application based on the principles that they were working on for this new methodology, which they said was necessary because one, the nature of the industry was changing. Eskom was no longer the sole supplier. Uh, and uh, the second being that there was a change at Eskom itself in the form of the unbundling process, which we know is underway and that we should see the transmission company, for instance, uh, vertically separated from the, uh, the, the sort of monopoly structure by the end of this year. And then we should have a generation and a distribution business also emerging uh, in future. So that was the, re the reason Eskom objected to that uh, rejection uh, and took it to court on an urgent basis, saying that there was no time uh, for it to make a new application, noting it, it usually takes it about nine months to prepare an application. And there was simply not enough time to have a legal determination in time for implementation on April 1, particularly if they needed to go back to the, the National Treasury and SALGA, as is required by the, the uh, Municipal Finance Management Act, uh, if there's any change to the tariff structure or the, uh, the price, they need to go and consult with those two bodies before that they can submit a compliant application with NERSA then NERSA has to go through a public comment period. So uh, Eskom objected to that rejection and therefore took it to court on an urgent basis. What is NERSA's argument for taking the stocks? Well, as I mentioned, it's the structure of the industry that's changing. Uh, it's the structure of Eskom that's changing. But they also believe that the methodology expires on the 31st of March uh, 2022, because I said that was the MIPD4 determination period or control period, and therefore it has expired, and therefore the ESKIM really needs to uh, wait for a new methodology. They claim that ESKIM was premature and opportunistic in making its submission first in the draft form in March and then in June, uh, and said that they needed to uh, realign the methodology to these changes and to these changing principles. They also argue that uh, on the whole, Eskom, they don't uh, won't have a new methodology, but on the whole, the the framework is in place to integrate the principles that they outlined. Those principles were finally approved by the energy regulator 
at, towards the end of November, so last week or so. Uh, and by the time the actual court case came around, Eskim hadn't received those principles yet, but they have been published in the form of a press release uh, this week. So we do have some visibility of them now. So they're basically saying that uh, uh, going under the old methodology or the methodology that was used for MYPD4, NERSA is saying that wouldn't be a legal process. Uh, they need to have a methodology based uh, or fit for purpose for the, the next control period starting next year. And they have suggested because the final methodology is not there to have a, a, a single uh, year application for now. Basically, it seems based on the framework of the MYPD allowable revenue type approach, but integrating these principles. So that's basically their argument. What were some of the highlights from this week's hearing? Well, I think uh, the admission by a nurse's advocate that um, this was not the best way to have gone about it was quite a highlight, uh, saying that they did leave a lacuna in the form of not having a new methodology in place by the time Eskim had to apply, and that uh, there should have been uh, processes that were put in place uh, to have that methodology available to Eskim. But they st still insisted that it's possible under what they call option four, which has a timetable attached, uh, which allows Eskim to have a single year application under that uh, adjudicated uh, in time to go before parliament in March and for implementation on April 1. So that was uh, the, the sort of the nurse argument. And then uh, the sort of uh, Eskim, some of the colorful language used the sort of feeling that we're going to be left without a legal tariff, which would be catastrophic both for Eskim and the country, that it was going to be legally challenged, and asking Eskim to have uh, put in a new application based on a methodology that has never been uh, finalized, that hasn't been finalized based on amorphous principles, <laughs> uh, was the argument is that I think the lawyer for acting for Eskim described it as Kafkaesque situation and therefore appealed that the, the judge uh, rule in their favour and do so urgently. When can we expect an outcome? Well, Judge Jody Collipin, who's done a number of NERSA um, Eskim matters in the past, has indicated he won't need until the 15th of December, which is what Eskim set as the sort of stop date that they needed a decision by to ensure that processes of public consultation could be initiated in December so that uh, the documentation is published on NERSA's website so that NERSA can host uh, public consultations. They usually did, did this on a national basis, but with the uh, COVID pandemic, they've been doing a lot of these hearings virtually, but again, breaking it up into the different provinces probably, but on virtual hearings in January so that a decision can be made uh, and taken to uh, Parliament by the 15th of March. Once it's approved there, uh, it can then be legally implemented on April 1. So that's Eskim sort of outlined in its application. But what Judge Collipin said is that he intends to have his judgment written with reasons by next week. And therefore Eskim asked if that is the case, if, if there is any time that's uh, sort of gained through that process, if there could be an order attached that NERSA initiates the process uh, within two days of the judgment so that the public's got a longer time to have uh, access to the Eskim application. 
So it's all coming to a head quite quickly. So we should know next week where things stand. But from an outside perspective, it looked like uh, the nurse case was pretty weak. Uh, the advocate was dealt a very poor hand at the hearing. The judge had some quite sharp questioning, yes, of Eskin, but also particularly of Nursa around the option four that they had proposed and the legality of that. So I think we can fairly safely assume that Judge Collipin's going to come down on the side of Eskin, but I suppose you can't assume anything when it comes to court cases, but we should know for definite next week what will be, uh, what is happening. And if it uh, is in favour of Eskin, we know that that a single year application will be adjudicated, not the full three years in this case. And we know that Eskim will be looking at anything between 10 and 20% tariff increase when you do the uh, revenue, um, allowable revenue application. Uh, it seems it'll be in that, that ballpark. We haven't seen officially that application because it obviously hasn't been officially distributed by the, the regulator, which is what kicks off the public consultation process. But we should know fairly soon what the numbers are. And we can expect, I suppose, deja vu all over again when we go into January and into that very aggressive period of, of public consultation where there'll be a lot of pushback against what Eskom will be asking for. Thank you. That's the second tech show for this week. Thank you for watching and join us again next time for more news analysis. Also, don't forget to listen to the audio version of our engineering news daily email newsletter.